What is up, everyone? Welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network. As always, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for new daily Cowboys articles every single day. Make sure you check that out. Uh, getting ready for the season. I cannot wait to be writing more and more about the Cowboys and maybe some other teams around the NFL. What is up, everyone? Tonight on the show, we will talk about Micah Parsons because Micah Parsons got some elevated praise this weekend uh, over at ESPN by some executives, coaches, and players. And we will also take a look at some of the viral fun clips out there on Micah Parsons and how they showcase two of his biggest attributes. And I've got some questions ready for you guys in the chat over at Facebook and YouTube. Thank you to Brian Scott, who says that he loves the, sh the show. I appreciate that. Toxic Tom saying that the Yankees better be nervous because they just got tied in the bottom of the fifth. So, yeah, I am nervous. I will tell you that, Toxic Tom. Samuel Rowe saying, stream this show on the largest screen in your house. I don't disagree with that. What is up, Cedric? Uh, what is up, everyone? Everyone who's tuning into the show, make sure you smash the like button. Let's talk about, let's talk about Micah Parsons because... ESPN, Jeremy Fowler put together this ranking of linebackers. And this, you know, ranking was put together by polling coaches, executives, and players at the NFL level to rank the players. And, you know, if you opened up that article and you know what I'm talking about, you know that you didn't have to scroll down very much in order to find Micah Parsons' name because Micah was actually ranked as the second best linebacker on this article. Here is the top five, by the way, from ESPN. And, you know, before we kind of break down everything regarding Micah Parsons, do me a favor and answer me this question. Should Parsons be ranked at, above, or below number two? Because according to this ranking by ESPN, Darius Leonard was the number one linebacker in the NFL. He's done a tremendous job with the Colts over there at Indianapolis. Micah Parsons comes in at number two. Fred Warner comes in at number three. Devin White with the Tampa Bay Bucks at fourth. And finally, Roquan Smith, which was uh, a surprising name, maybe up there at number five. So there you go. Parsons is ranked second. Now, what I found the most interesting about this article specifically is that a, an executive actually voted for Micah Parsons to be the 10th, that's right, the 10th off-ball linebacker in 2022 because the article does show what was the highest ranking for the player and the lowest one. So Micah, the highest ranking that he received was actually number one. And the lowest one was 10th. Let's see some of your answers here in the show. Let's see. Let's see. Micah better than Leonard, says Samuel Rowe. Micah Parsons is a boss, says MJ. I expect, says Bruce, the amount of Micah blitzes to double. Now, my question for Bruce here would be the number of Micah blitzes or the number of Micah Parsons pass rushing snaps? Because... 
It might sound weird, but some of them might actually be kind of different, right? So for example, PFF recently put out this graph in which they ranked linebackers by the number of blitzes and their pass rush win rate. And Micah was on a world of his own when it came to, to blitzes, but it also was because he's used as a regular pass rusher, not necessarily as a blitzer. Let's see. Let's see. Bob says MJ. Stephen White says that he's ranked fourth on this list. Toxic Tom says lower. It's been one year versus proven NFL players. Way too early for this, says Toxic. Now, I disagree there. I feel like we have seen so much about Michael Parsons that I am comfortable ranking him in the top three. Sam Rowe says Fred Warner and the puking emoji. Kenneth Fraser goes with, I'd say, number two. Steve Miller uh, goes with the number two as well. Gregory says number one. Yeah, listen, I am going to say at. I'm not going to disagree with this list. Michael Parsons at number two feels pretty fair to me. Now, I did disagree with some of the quotes here on the, on the ESPN article. And let me read you some of these quotes. So this is from one NFL coordinator, according to Jeremy Fowler. I don't see Micah as an off-the-ball linebacker at all. He's really a 3-4 outside linebacker that Dan Quinn is scheming into situational opportunities. Now, I think that's fair. I think that you can call Micah a 3-4 outside linebacker that Dan Quinn will, you know, sometimes slide inside and sometimes use in all sorts of manners. But it does feel like the guy that ranked him as the 10th best linebacker maybe was taking points away from Micah because the ranking revolves around off-ball linebackers. So the only possible way that you could actually rank Parsons at number 10, in my opinion, is if you are not really considering what he brings to the table as an edge rusher. Because, you know... Otherwise, what is the argument? But I would say that he belongs in the top three and he's in the conversation to be the number one off-ball linebacker because I don't think it's fair to use his versatility against him. He's a linebacker at the end of the day, even though he's able to rush the passer and all of that. Now, one of the reasons why I would disagree with the fact that he's more a pass rusher than a linebacker is that he didn't even qualify to ESPN's pass rush win rate because he didn't have enough pass rushing snaps. So to me, Micah really is a linebacker that also rushes the passer. I don't think it's the other way around, even though some of the people on this ranking kind of give the idea that he is that. Let's see, let's see. As long as he hits the quarterback, I don't care. Moses, Bruce, LOL. Hey, that is true. Steve Collins says he is a game changer. And he is a game changer because he can do a little bit of everything, right? So I would say that you cannot use that against him. I agree with, you know, what Steve says there. He is truly a game changer. Let's see. Uh, where is TJ Watt on this list? You know, the defensive player of the year is Toxic Tom. I believe that TJ Watt is ranked among the edge rushers. Because he's less of a linebacker than Michael Parsons is, right? Uh, TJ Watt 
was surely ranked among the edge rushers. And I would guess number one or number two, right? Uh, either it's Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. And I actually opened up the article while I was uh, answering Toxic Tom's question. And indeed, TJ Watt's number one on, among edge rushers and Miles Garrett is number two. Sergio says, Cowboys defensive turnover radio, I know, went drastically up. He did get rookie of the year. Like, how is he not number one since MJ? I think if you're voting Darius Leonard over Michael Parsons, it's because you're valuing the fact that Leonard is a full-time off-ball linebacker and that he is truly one of the best in the NFL at it. So I don't hate Leonard being ranked above Michael Parsons, to be honest. I can live with that. Now, Micah, for as much as we can talk about his stats and his pass rush win rate and how many snaps he had on run defense, how many he was in coverage, whether or not he actually lined up as a cornerback, as a safety, whether or not he got reps as a Tampa 2 linebacker playing deep coverages unlike any other linebacker in today's NFL. We can talk about all of that. And it's not new for Cowboys fans. But, you know, I just don't see how we can get bored about these kind of clips of Micah Parsons outrunning defensive backs from the NFL. So we're talking Casey Hayward. We're talking Andrew Cisco from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Isaiah Simmons, who is not really a defensive back. But still, this is Micah Parsons in Austin a few days ago. Just in a race with other NFL defensive backs and Micah, who's wearing a great t-shirt, actually outrunning them. So, you know, let's watch the clip here. Go. Go. You know, in the red shorts, close to the camera, that's Cisco. And some people are saying that he actually won that race. I don't know. I think it was all Micah. Let, let me play it again for you guys in case you missed it because the clip is quite short. Go. 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 <laughs> that is just some insane, insane Micah Parsons stuff. And you know, what I like even more is that you can pick a race. You can pick basketball. You can do pretty much anything when it comes oh to Micah Parsons. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the guy is out there dominating. Michael Parsons is so fun to watch, even in the offseason. He's a freak, says Stephen White. MJ says Micah is way faster. You know, there was that Pro Bowl race with Tyreek Hill. And I know that Tyreek Hill didn't give it a 100% effort. But still, you look at Micah. And I was writing about this this morning for ADCSports.com. And there, there is a lot of things you can point out regarding Michael Parsons, right? You can point out how strong he is. You can point out how he plays two positions in the NFL and he does it, you know, at a very high level. But if you kind of made me pick just one thing about Michael Parsons and what stands out the most when he's on the field with 21 other people, and I have to say the speed. From the moment that he debuted for the Cowboys in the preseason, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Micah kind of looked quicker than everyone else on that playing field. 
And it was crazy because we saw that when he was in Penn State, we didn't know if it would translate to the NFL. And it immediately did from the preseason. And we knew that he was going to be special. Maybe we didn't know how special because we didn't even imagine that he was going to be that efficient as a pass rusher, which is what turned him into a surprise, in my opinion. Now, that's what I would say. Speed as a number one attribute that I would point out for Micah. And, you know, evidence right there in the video with him outrunning defensive backs, which is just crazy to think about. It's not only crazy to think about, it's crazy that we're not even surprised at this point about Micah Parsons' speed. Now, Micah even took to Twitter to call out EA Sports Madden and say, you have to stop disrespecting my speed. Give me a higher grade. Now, I checked the MaddenRatings.com website. He actually has a 91 speed grade, which is maybe not that outrageous, but Micah Parsons is campaigning for a higher score over there uh, on the speed side of things. But, you know, as I watch him play basketball at that level, as you watch him race uh, like he did, as you watch him claim that, you know, Trevon Diggs better watch his back because he might end up leading the team in turnovers. Uh, watch him make bets with the Marcus Lawrence for who will have the highest sack count at the end of the year. Him claiming that Trevon Diggs and himself can be even better than Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And pretty much everything that he has said to the media, because I know that players say competitive stuff, but rarely do you see them be as consistent with it as Michael Parsons is. So to me, the second biggest attribute that Michael Parsons shows in each and every one of these examples is an amazing competitive nature and tremendous competitive toughness. And Clay Cup actually, you know, kind of beat me to it here. This is what I wanted to get to on the show. He believes in himself and he is competitive. He's got the mentality of a winner. And usually... And if you have been watching ADC Sports Dallas primetime for a while, you maybe know this already. But I like stats. I like going into the data. I like watching the tape. And I like looking more at, at, at facts and kind of approach this Cowboys talk with a, an objective, unbiased view and maybe avoid the cheesiness a little bit. But with Micah, I cannot help myself. If you ask me to point towards Micah Parsons' biggest attribute, even though originally when I started writing the article, I was talking about the speed. I ended up circling back to his competitive nature because it's amazing how he talks to the media. And once more, I know that players are usually saying that, oh yeah, we're thinking about the championship or I don't care, I don't care about my individual numbers. I care about the team and all of that. But with Micah, he's even more genuine to me. It's, it's legit. Micah really talks about being a great one. And he did even before stepping onto an NFL field. So, you know, Micah Parsons, really a special player. And I think mostly because of that competitiveness that he that he brings to the table. Jared says, Micah runs three tackles. I love that about him. His feet never stop. I mean, he ran a 439 to Samuel Rowe. Ryan Doyle says, August 16, Michael Parsons versus Usain Bolt in the 100-meter dash. Do you imagine that? Now, I do love Parsons, but, you know, he would probably get smoked by Usain Bolt. 
I'm a Bolt fan, by the way. I, ran, I ran track when I was in, in high school and I loved it. <laughs> what is uh, MJ says? Tape says it all. And it really does. You look at football speed for Micah and it's, you know, on a whole other level. If you're not willing to call Michael Parsons an elite player yet because of him just having one year under his belt, you at the very least need to admit, acknowledge that Michael Parsons, you know, his speed is elite at the very least. Ooh, this is a tough one from Toxic. Uh, Toxic Tom says, Mo, do you think Parsons will be a more accomplished rusher than the Marcos were. I would lean towards no, unless he really does complete that shift into an edge rusher role full-time, which I don't believe that will happen. You know, the Marcos were, we're talking about a player that should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but, you know, there is no reason to get pissed about him not making it last year. I think that he can be... Maybe if you look at efficiency numbers based on how many pass rushing snaps he has, but I think that's a tough ask for Micah. Uh, I think he will be, you know, a very accomplished rusher. I don't think that saying that he will not be more accomplished than the Marcus Ware is a knock on Micah Parsons, especially because of the role that he will be playing on the Cowboys defense. Let's see. No, where sack game is above and beyond, says MJ. Yeah, man. Uh, DeMarcus Ware, really a crazy player, man. I miss him. I miss him wearing the star for the Cowboys, not even going to lie. Let's see. Let's see. I wanted to draft Beavers from the MLB, says Stephen White. Oh, sorry. I got confused there. Micah is rushing from wherever he lines up, which really, you know, allowed the Cowboys to do a lot of creative stuff. Remember those Giants game when the Marcus Lawrence was getting isolated versus a guard because he had Dan Queen had Micah next to the Marcus Lawrence and then some crazy fronts with four defensive end kind of players. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing, I believe. Micah Parsons' career will. He is honestly like Aaron Donald at this point in the sense that when you're watching the Cowboys defense play, you're focusing on one guy, right? That that happens to me when I watch the Rams play. When the Rams play, I don't care about, you know, a lot of stuff other than just focusing my eyes on Aaron Donald. And it's getting to the point in which I think with Micah, watching Micah will be a similar experience. We will just be watching where Micah lines up consistently. It happened last year already. I cannot forget when that... uh that play versus the Giants in, in which he was lined up as the outside cornerback. And I cannot forget that because I was desperately looking for Mike on the field. Like, where is he? Is he not in for this play? And then suddenly I see that he's on the top of the screen covering a running back before they, you know, switch the routes and the Giants try to cut, uh, catch him off guard on the vertical. They didn't. Michael was there before the ball was there. Clay Cup says, I feel like players like Durant will get sacks just because the quarterback is running into them, running away from Parsons. Yeah, and if you get, if you have Micah and the Marcus Lawrence on the same side of the, of the defensive line, you kind of have an idea of where the offensive line is, is lighting towards, right? 
you're betting that they're sliding towards their side, I would guess, trying to get the offensive lineman some help there. But anyways, before we get out of here, before we get out of here tonight, we've done this several times in the offseason. I will do it again for tonight before we get out of here. What was the best thing in sports this weekend, according to you? What did you watch? And I know we've got a lot of sports fans here around Cowboys Nation on ADC Sports Dallas. And, you know, since there is no football anymore and even no basketball, what was the best thing in sports this weekend? Let's see. Just watch Micah, says Betsy. Uh, Micah's welcome interview again from last year. Old Barry telling me what his season has gone by. Toxic Tom says the Baltimore Orioles, they completed a sweep. They are one game under 500. And I know that Michael was going to bring this up. Joker, so Samuel, 21st major for, for Djokovic. Insane match. Kept eye on golf, says Betsy. Philly says, Bruce says, Philly didn't even win in the USFL. The Dodgers are playing out of their minds, says Gregory. I will go with, I will go with a baseball-related thing as well. I think that the best thing in sports this weekend, and you know, Djokovic winning the 21st, winning Wimbledon was definitely a candidate that I overlooked. But Hunter Green, there is this, if, in case you don't follow baseball, let me just give you a quick intro to this guy. This guy throws pitches over 100 miles per hour at a rate that I don't believe we have seen before. He literally owns the two games with the highest amount of 100 miles per hour pitches in the pitch tracking era, which began in 2008. And he had 38 of them yesterday. He holds the record of 39 that he imposed in April. But Hunter Green did it again. And six strikeouts for him out of nine happened in pitches with, you know, a velocity of over 100 miles per hour. Not to mention, Hayes' slider was also, you know, on point, causing swings and misses here and there. So Hunter Green, even though he's gave up a lot of runs so far, uh, is must-watch TV at this point to me. I make it an appointment to watch Hunter Green at this stage. So that's my one, uh, my best thing in sports this weekend. Let's see. How old is Hunter, says Betsy? He's super young because this is his rookie season. I don't remember the age. If someone does know it, let me know. Toxic Tom says, the Grom is so nasty. I cannot wait until he is back. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, I miss the NASCAR race. Who wants his lumen? Honestly, I do not follow NASCAR, so I owe you that one. I know that Leclerc got the win in Formula One. I know that my guy, Sergio Perez, was out and was 20th. But anyways, that's my best thing in sports this weekend. Anyways, Lumen says that he didn't watch any sports. Well, you know, you watched the primetime, so that counts, Lumen. I appreciate it. And if Zach is on, on the Nashville show tomorrow morning, make sure you congratulate the guy. He had an amazing weekend. Shout out to Zach if he is watching primetime right now. 
Congratulations. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to the show. Thanks so much. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Smash that like button. Every like allows us to put this show in front of more Cowboys fans. And I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. I'm excited about this week. We're getting closer and closer to training camp. And I, I'm starting to feel it. At this point, I might fire up a Madden game, one of the old ones at least, and start simulating games. Because I cannot wait. I cannot wait. See you tomorrow, guys. Catch Cowboys articles over there at adcsports.com slash Dallas. Bye-bye.